This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hey, it's time to check in with uh, Eric Osberg. He is the doctor of otter tailology. Uh, Dr. Osberg. (laughs) Otterology, I like that. Otter tailology. Yeah. How's everything in the world of otter tailology? Well, like much of Minnesota or the upper Midwest, we are discovering that waiting is the hardest part. (laughs) Um, Yeah, ice conditions... Uh, continue to dominate the the conversation. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, first of all, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, belated Christmas same, and New Year. But same to you, same to you. Um, so, what do you got going on down there? I mean, we we're struggling up here, and we're a lot further north than you are. Well, it's it's a it's a good news, not so good news situation, right? Like mm-hmm. like, and and you and I have talked a lot of, before about you know how there's. And not not unlike your area, but there's you know a thousand forty eight lakes in 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 the in, in the county, and the, the 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 good news is each of them are different. The not so good news is each of them are different. Um, <laughs> I you know Otter Tail Lake is the biggest lake, thirteen fourteen thousand acres, and there's still open water. Right. Now the in front of the access is the the Riviera access, which is on what I call the north side, and the sportsman's access, um, you know, there's, there's 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 eight, nine inches of ice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's eight, nine inches of shore ice, and then there's open water in the middle. Um, I checked some ice on Big Pine the other day. Big Pine Lake is another fairly large, popular lake, and, you know, there was seven, eight inches. I didn't venture all, you know, I didn't go fishing. I was just checking ice. Um, you know, so that's, that's again, one of those good news scenarios. And then, then there's another lake, it's 150 acres. And you would think, well, if anything is locked up solid, it's that one. Well, nope, it's got open water and four inches. <laughs> and, and so the good news is we have fishable ice and, 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 but the, the disclaimer, you know, big blinking red letters, the disclaimer is that doesn't mean every lake has fishable ice, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and it also doesn't mean that even a lake that has fishable ice has fishable ice across the lake. So it's really a tortoise wins the race type of approach that somebody has to take. And, and, and you know, every year we, all, you know, we always kind of review the, the safety precautions that, you know, bring a rope, bring a throwable life jacket, bring a buddy, bring a spud bar, all that stuff. You you still have to be in first ice mode, right? Like mm-hmm. before you unload the four-wheeler and drive out to your hump or spot or whatever, right? Like you got to walk and you got to check ice. Now, once you've verified that you've got good ice, you, you might be able to drive the four-wheeler or the side-by-side. It's just, it's just, uh, Slow and steady wins the race type of deal. You know, we've got a couple of huge lakes up here, Red Lake and Lake of the Woods. I mean, just yeah. massive bodies yeah. of water. And so yeah. then we get those, the wind comes up and things yeah. shake up. And then we get those ice flow stories we're hearing about. Uh, I know you've got a thousand plus lakes down there and you've got some big ones, but I don't think you have anything quite that big. No, and and you're exactly right. Like, you know, 
no ice is ever 100% safe, right? But but the one of the advantages that we have right now anyways is that we aren't exposed to those large ice flow shifts. You know, that being said, if you walk across a crack or a heave, right? Like if, if you're on otter tail and you walk across a, a, a crack or a heave, otter tail is pretty darn big too, right? Like mm-hmm. that, like that, that, you know, that, that sheet of ice that, so you're looking for, you know, again, it's a lot of common sense, but you, you really have to commit yourself to a safety first approach, right? Like there's times where we're going fishing, ice fishing, and we have the mentality, like we might've loaded everything up and we might turn around and go home, right? Like that's, that's a distinct possibility. If we don't find what we want to find, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pull the pin. But yeah, if, 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 you know, the, the, the smaller lakes, the 400, 300, 1,000, 1,200, 1,400, 1,600, they aren't as susceptible to those large, massive changes in, in ice sheets as, as, as some of the bigger, bigger bodies of water. So, so, you know, advantage, advantage there, but, but that, that still doesn't give you the all clear to drive out there, set up camp and, you know, yeah. go across three ices and, you know, what the ice moved. Well, yeah, it's floating. So, um, yeah, again, it's just, it's just creating a mindset of you can go fishing. There is fishable ice. There is, there, you know, um, there is some, you know, there is probably some right now today on otter tail, uh, but you're, you're, you're limited to, you know, that first break. Um, you know, you're not going to get out to those mid lake humps or anything like that. There's fishable mm-hmm. ice on, on big pine. There's fishable ice on star. There's fishable ice on rush. There's, you know, but it's not, it's not, it's not your typical early January situation. So for those who are out fishing, uh, are they catching? Yeah. Um, the boy and I were lucky enough to get out pre-Christmas monsoon or whatever you want to call that, right? Like, I don't know how much rain you guys got up there, but mm-hmm. the boy and I were able to get out and, um, you know, we've got, I'm not, this is, you know, we've got our secret lakes or secret spots that are, that are typical first freeze lakes. And we were able to get out and catch fish. The, the other, you know, back to the good news, not so good news uh, debate. Um, the good news is a lot of there, you know, there hasn't been any fishing pressure, right? Like these fish have been swimming around unbothered since late September, mid October. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was I was just talking with my buddy Randon Olson of Lockjaw Guide Service. He's he's a guide in the area. And he was talking about how I was asking him, I'm like, well, you know, now that we're getting ice, is it going to be, we're walking into those mid winter doldrums and his belief or hypothesis or whatever is that, you know, in the early ice, a lot of guys, a lot of time people focus on that first break weed structure, right? That first drop off weed lines, things like that. Well, it, it, it can be the, the, the pressure, the, you know, the human activity that pushes them off of that, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's biological reasons. I'm not a biologist, um, but you know, there's other reasons fish, you know, migrate out towards mid lake structure. But one of the factors could be 
that pressure, that that you know, fishing pressure, that noise, that activity, the plowed roads, the drills, the, the rock and roll music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like you, you know, you see those villages pop up, right? Like a, a lot. And then and then once all that activity starts, well, it gets pretty quiet fishing wise. Well, the good news is there's a lot of virgin water or virgin ice right now because the activity level just hasn't been there. Yeah. Um. So here we are in January. Um, I don't know about you. We actually finally got a little covering of snow on the ground today. Um, have you? I mean, I, you know, you're. I think you're younger than me, but you've been around yeah. a while. Uh, yeah. Have you seen anything like this ever before? I, not that I can recall. And and it's it's. I'm, my motto for today is good news and not so good news. But, the, you know, the good news is, is it's been a fairly easy winter, right? Like mm-hmm. we've been, we've been through the ringer the, the last few, right? Like we had a foot of snow, you know, we were pushing feet of snow around <laughs> before Christmas last year. Right? Yeah, we were. We were running out of places to put it. Yep. And so from a, you know, just living your life perspective, it's been easier to, go to the store or you know you know what I mean like just to get out and do stuff or go places it's been a lot easier but no I I can't recall I'm 51 I can't recall anything I don't remember much you know <laughs> pre pre you know college and pre-college I don't I don't recall a whole bunch but uh no I I don't I don't remember it being this late in the winter and um and and us you know, we have no snow right now. I'm looking out the window, and there's no snow. A couple few flakes fell earlier, but no, it's it's a it's a wacky wild winter, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what do you recommend? What should we be doing? Well, I, I, you should be trying. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you should be you should be trying. You should be looking. You, you should be treating January like late November, right? Like mm-hmm. that's you know, again, you can back to your point about the the ice conditions don't change that drastically due to wind and, and ice shifts like that. But you can still pack up, you can still load up, um, you can you know travel light. You got your you got your your cleats on your feet. You got your spud bar, and and that if you haven't been out yet, and even if you have been out and you're going back to a lake you haven't been to in a while it's the first time out, right? Like it's, you, you know, you measure, you measure ice with a ruler, not a calendar. Right. Mm-hmm. And so just, it's okay. It's okay to gear up and head out. Just have the mindset that we might not be going out or we might not be going out on this lake. And I say, we very intentionally, right? Like bring a, bring a partner, bring a buddy, um, somebody that could throw you a rope or throw you a throwable or, or, or whatever it is, it should you run into some sketchy stuff. So my advice is hopefully we've taken advantage of this downtime to make sure we're ready. You know, all our batteries are charged and our lines are changed. And, and if you haven't done that, well, now, now's the time, right? Like you still got time. Um, get your gear ready, pick a lake, head out. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend otter tail right now. Like I mentioned, uh, big pine, um has some fishable ice rush lake has some fishable ice uh star lake has some fishable ice um you know it's it's kind of throw a dart and 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 pick a lake and and then go you know go check it and 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 
travel light and bring your safety stuff and be ready to go out to lunch if if it's not working out. And and as far as what you you as far as tactics or 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 you know how am I going to fish these fish or where am I going to fish these fish? It it can you know for for panfish anyways. Um, I I I I like plastics. Um, I don't doesn't really matter for me which particular brand of plastics, but you know a a tub of wax worms or a, or a puck full of wax worms, you know something small. As far as a, as far as a jig goes, something small, um, and tip it with a couple of wax worms. Um, if you if you depending on your electronic situation, you know drill a hole, check the ice, drop your flasher. Are you you know I I personally I'd be looking for weeds right now. I I mean again I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm a lot of the time I'm looking for weeds, open water or ice, but looking for weeds. Can you find some you know? Good news is you, there should be plenty of oxygen, right? Like you should find some green weeds, um, and that's kind of part of the game too, right? So drill your holes, drop your electronics. If you've got forward-facing sonar, great, use it. Um, if you've got underwater cameras, that's, you know, we, we, we our typical MO is drill a hole, drop a flasher. If it, we have something on a flasher, then we drop an underwater camera so we know if they're bluegills or crappies or weeds or whatever. Um, and just and just go into search mode. Um, the other really good news is there's single digits in the forecast, right? Like yep. the 10-day forecast looks like, if, you know, if we're at eight inches now, we might be at a foot not too long, um, and 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 that's good. The other the other the other good news is, you know, we've only <laughs> walleye closes what at the you know the end of February, right? So we're we're less than eight weeks away from walleye season closing. We've got plenty of panfish opportunities that never close, right? So, so there's that. You could you know, try to get your walleye fixed in now, and 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 don't bum out too much that this is a shorter than normal. We hope maybe <laughs> ice fishing season, right? Like it, it could last till April. Who knows? Um, just know that there's if you're if you're willing to catch you know giant crappies and giant bluegills, <laughs> there's. A lot of ice fishing season left. This is Mandy Ear, doing my part to keep Kev Jackson's ratings up on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Winter has set in. Bemidji, the first city on the Mississippi, comes alive during the frozen winter months. Whether you explore the hundreds of miles worth of trails by either snowmobile or snowshoe, Bemidji captures Minnesota at its finest. There are 400 lakes close by, perfect for that weekend ice fishing getaway. Located in the heart of northern Minnesota, Bemidji. Hotels, B&Bs, and year-round resorts, Bemidji has you covered for your perfect winter getaway. All reasons why Paul Bunyan and Babe call Bemidji home. For more details, go to visitbemidji.com. I'm Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and I'm proud to help Kev Jackson sound smart on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. So I've got a theory. I mean, I, I've been looking at, you know, things that have, the last few years, it seems like winter has started late and spring has started late. And I wonder if we need like a, a, uh, a, a daylight savings month. Maybe. You know, just go back and do December over or something. I don't know. 
Like a reset, a redo? <laughs> yeah, go back a month yeah. and, and see if we can get back on track. So do you want it? So should we just start calling? So it's it's early January. Should we just pretend it's early December? There you go. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. yes. Then, then then we would have another we'd have another Christmas coming up, which is good, right? Like, yeah. So yeah. If you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, <laughs> you'd, get, you'd get another shot to That's make sure people really know what you know know what I meant was. Um, no, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's goofy and. I, again, I'm I'm not a climatologist or, or or whatever. It's just you know ebbs and flows, and winter will be here. You know, and again, the forecast certainly looks like it's it's right around the corner. So, yeah. it, you know, enjoy the enjoy the mild temps while you can. Um, be thankful we're not shoveling out of two feet of snow. They, and and that's the other really good news is all of that moisture that we got. If it had been snow, like, I don't even know where we'd be right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it hadn't been, not that rain is great for ice, but it, it, it certainly poses less uh, problems than snow does. So, you know, if you got two, three inches of, of rain, what would that have been in snow? I've heard somewhere an inch of rain is a foot of snow. I don't know if that's true or not. But, right. you know, imagine if we had gotten two feet of snow pre-Christmas, like, we'd be... Uh, fish in the rivers. <laughs> right. That's the other thought I had is I, I drove by the Ottertail River the other day and it was nice and high, right? Because we, cause we were low and with all this moisture, the, the Ottertail River was nice and high. And I was like, you know what? I should bust out a kayak and I should paddle. I didn't do it, but, but I, I thought about it. So that's another thing. If there's a hardcore kayaker out there, um, find a river. I mean, mm-hmm. dress you know, appropriately and bring, again, extra safety stuff because that water would be really cold. But um, where there's a will, there's a way type of mentality, right? Like we're we're robust, hardy Minnesotans, most of us, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's kind of, you know, we could always move, right? Like we don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the free country. We could we could do that too. So um, make the most of the – of the of the gentleness that we've experienced so far and, and get ready and hit her hard once uh once things lock up as a veteran angler uh what's the best way you know like in your case or even southern minnesota they want to come up and do lake of the woods or red lake or in our case maybe drive down to otter tail country and see yep. things um short of driving all the way down and getting on the water and checking it out what's the better getting on the mm-hmm. ice what's the best way of finding out where the good ice is well, it, it's that's a good question. Um, our our Facebook page, Otter Tail Lakes Country, uh, we try. I, it's not a daily thing, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. but 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 if 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 you're listening on the radio and you happen to be on Facebook, uh, look for Otter Tail Lakes Country, not not Otter Tail County, but Otter Tail Lakes Country. It's got a little finder and otter logo. That's that's a good. You know, we we're we're trying to give as many updates as we can. We're 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 pretty. You're, you're, you, there's a certain responsibility to that, though. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't, we don't want to, we don't want, we don't want to give the impression that that everything is great. You know, we don't. We're we're probably more conservative, I guess, in our evaluations or recommendations because the last thing we want to do is, is is start the rumor that there's great ice, right? And mm-hmm. then and then. Something bad happens, and then and then we're we're partially responsible. 
but that's a good place to start. Um, you know, there's, there's a couple of guides and, and, you know, they're, they're maybe not as busy as they normally are. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, Lockjaw Guide Service is a guide in the area. Uh, Cody Hill, Chill, C-H-I-L-L, Chill Guide Service. Uh, there's, there's a few others, um, you know, checking those places uh, or, or trying to reach out to those folks. Again, they're busy, but they, they might get back to you or just try to look them up on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Instagram, X, I can't remember what it's called anymore. <laughs> um, but you, you know what I mean? So between mm-hmm. Ottertail Lakes Country Association, Lockjaw Guide Service, Chill Guide Service, and there's, there's other guides, um, because ice, no matter where you are, is a kind of a, a living and breathing thing, right? Like it changes on a day-to-day basis. And so people who have firsthand knowledge, like I had a buddy and he was, you know, he had a trip planned and he called me and I went and drilled a hole for him. And you know what I'm saying? So um, bait shops is another, you know, they, they've got their finger on the pulse. Uh, Jeans Sports Shop in Purim. Uh, Ben's Bait in Battle Lake, uh, those are those are two very popular you know I, uh, bait stores in in the area. Um, you know, so you can call them and say, hey, you got any ice report? They might not, right? Like they they might say, sorry, we don't we don't know, yeah. but you could you know you can figure it out. So um, we we just we just recorded uh, uh, on our YouTube channel. We're going to, we're going to try to give updates but again, Ottertail Lakes country YouTube channel. We're going to try to give updates there as best we can, not daily, but you know, timely anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just interviewed Randon today and, and, and put a video up on our YouTube channel. So um, there's, there's resources, but if, if I live outside the area and I had to make, travel plans what i've told people personally is don't what whatever your plans are like it's okay to book a resort it's okay to book a hotel room it's you know it's okay to come up here just again have that mindset that whatever whatever lake you're planning on fishing you, you might not get to fish that lake but back to the good news there's 1047 others that you could try. Mm-hmm. So it's, so if, if somebody's look, you know, the, the, the best information is firsthand. Um, and so it's okay to make your travel plans again, especially looking at the forecast, I wouldn't be afraid of booking a hotel room or booking a resort now. Um, Cause there's, there's fishable ice. You just gotta, gotta find them. Another thing you can do is, is again, I'll go back to the social medias. Um, shoot us a message. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I'm monitoring most of, if not all of our social media platforms. And so if you have a question, reach out and ask and, and we'll do our darndest. We might not have an immediate answer, but we'll, we'll, we try to, you know, reply to folks and give them as best information from a safety first perspective as we can. Okay. Well, based on last season and what you've seen so far and, Ice. Um, look ahead to twenty twenty four soft water. How do things look for Otter Tail Country? They look great. I, 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 the the bite on Otter Tail Lake, open water bite. The bite on Otter Tail Lake at the beginning of last summer was awesome. It was the walleye population healthy. Um, you know, so open water. 
you know, there hasn't been any catastrophic biological changes that I'm aware of. Um, I, I, and the, the fun, the funny thing is, is Otter Tail County is a, is a much like a lot of your listening area is, is kind of a tourist destination, right? Mm-hmm. The tourism season doesn't really seem to start until June 1st or after, after Memorial day, right? Like June, July, and August. If you're looking for a summer vacation, and that's that's I'm glad you asked that question. If you're looking for a, you know, if you want to chalk up this winter as to whatever, and you want to start planning your summer vacation, um, look look mid May to to to, to uh, Memorial Day, right? There's it's not as busy. There's not a, as popular as this area is. There's still a lot of places that are uncongested. Um, so look, you know that. Well, I'm not saying you have to change your your opener tradition, but those first two three weeks after walleye opener are yeah. are the the best. If you're walleye fishing, like if, if I would put Otter Tail Lake early open water opener till mid June, you know that first month, I would put Otter Tail Lake up against a lot of lakes. I'm not saying every lake, mm-hmm. but if, and especially if you're looking for a fish fry, right? Um, a lot of good eaters, and and there's bigger fish in there too. And the, and the you know the the 16s, 17s, 18s, they're chunky, they're healthy, they have shoulders. Um, and and if you if you time it right, you can be sight fishing walleyes out of a boat. Like how fun is that? Yes, it's pretty darn cool. Absolutely. So, so so I'm optimistic. I I you know maybe it's. Maybe I'm naive, but but I'm looking forward to those first two three weeks of, of walleye season on Otter Tail, um, and 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 yeah, the accesses are kind of busy, right? But that that whole tourism, you know, we, we I I don't want to give you bad information, so I won't. But like, we have a million. I'm ballparking numbers here, but there's a million people that visit Otter Tail County in July, right? Yeah. Like that's when everybody plans their, their summer vacation. Again, you know, water's warm. The kids want to swim, all that stuff. But if you're looking for a fishing trip, that, that, that early ice or that early open water walleye season can be, you know, 50 fish days, 60 fish days, 70 fish days. Um, if you're catching and releasing, or you can go out and get your limit and have a fish fry. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, Eric, before we wrap it up, do you have time for a fast five? I always have time for a fast five. And I feel bad the first time you asked me, I was like, what's a fast five? <laughs> and, not, and now I'm like, I hope you asked me about a fast five because that's my favorite part. Oh, well, great. Well, we're actually, uh, you know, since we're just into January and I didn't get to talk to you before Christmas, we're going to do right. a holiday fast five. Roger that. All right, here we go. Fast five. Question number one. What is the best Christmas movie? Elf, hands down. Without a without a doubt. No question. I will I will die on that hill. Elf (laughs) with Will Ferrell, number one. Alright. Yeah, he's very adamant about this. Yeah. Question number two. What is what is the best uh, TV Christmas special of all time? Charlie Brown Christmas. 
Uh, amen, okay. brother. A, a Grinch, a Grinch who stole Christmas, like the old school one, like the half hour one. Mm-hmm. That's a that's one A and one B, right? Like, yep. That that dog, that dog is so cute, and a Grinch who stole Christmas, <laughs> but it's it's hard to you know. I, again, I'm aging myself. It brings back childhood memories, but Charlie Brown Christmas, and Grinch. Who stole Christmas. All right, question number three: What is your favorite Osberg family Christmas tradition? That's a good. That, oh, that's a deep one. Um, wow. Um, I don't know if I. Well, my my mom, bless her soul, who is no longer with us, she used to make these cookies, right? Like when I was a kid, I made these cookies. And and, and last year, my my wife. We found the recipe and we made those cookies, and it was like holy smokes! The the, the, the memories, the emotions, all that stuff just came flooding back. Um, so I'm gonna say my mom's Christmas cookies are my favorite Osberg tradition. All right, very nice. Question number four in that same vein, since you went the food route, is there an Osberg family traditional Christmas meal? Yeah, um, I, I, you know, we we do um, we do uh, mostly ham. You know, we're, we're turkey is Thanksgiving and, and ham is Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, back to back to my mom. She used to make this wild rice uh, mushroom thing. Um, I'm a big fan of wild rice, and I don't ever eat it. I don't know why. Um, should probably eat it once a week. Um, that that that. You know, so the, the meal is ham and wild rice and squash and and cheesy potatoes and you know, green bean casserole and, and all that good stuff. So, so that's kind of our, our meal laid out. All right, and finally, question number five. Eric, do you have a New Year's resolution? I My New Year's resolution is to do the dishes more often. Well, is that... <laughs> That's very nice of you, and that probably is going to make somebody else happy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like my my wife is uh, a hard worker. She has, you know, she works hard during the day, and 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 um, I'm I'm gonna try, or at least get my kids to do it. Right? Like, I don't <laughs> I don't personally have to do it as long as somebody is doing it um, on a more frequent basis. So we're sharing the workload a little bit more. That's my that's one of my goals. Was was that? Uh... Was that your goal, or was that suggested? It, it was not suggested. It wasn't <laughs> requested. That was just I. I just I've been doing some some reflection, right? Like one tends to do at the end of the year, and and that's an area that I can uh, step up. Uh, in in it, it is. So no, to answer your question, it was not suggested or requested. I, I, and I don't know that I'm, I'm going to come through with it. But, uh, <laughs> Well, listen, Eric, if anybody wants to find out what's going on in Ottertail Country, about all the cool things uh, going on in Ottertail Country, how do they do that? Well, kind of mentioned the social medias earlier. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on X, FKA, Twitter. Uh, just look for Ottertail Lakes Country. Uh, or you can go to our website, uh, ottertaillakescountry.com, and um, uh, there's a, a lot of information there and a lot of resources to connect you with the, the people you need to connect with. 
He is Eric Osberg, Doctor of Ottertailology, joining me today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Love to have Eric on the show. Eric, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Kev. Always appreciate it. Happy New Year, buddy. Paul Bunyan Country.